0: Tonight is study number 22 of Revelation chapter 18. And we're reading verses 9 and 10. Revelation 18 verse 9, And the kings of the earth, who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her, shall bewail her and lament for her, when they shall see the smoke of her burning, standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. And I'll stop reading there. Now, as we've learned from the Bible, God has brought the world, typified by Babylon, into judgment. And beginning on May 21, 2011, the fire of God's wrath began to burn in all the world, spiritually. And also, at that same time, Smoke would have begun to rise. And uh, and so what we're reading about here in um, these verses of Revelation 18, concerning the kings of the earth being witnesses to the burning of Babylon, relates to the people of the world and the unsafe people. And um, it's not just the kings of the earth as God speaks of the merchants and the shipmasters. It 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 does involve those in the churches, but also the people of the kingdom of Satan, the unsafe inhabitants of the earth. They are witnessing; they are seeing the smoke of Babylon's burning, or the the, the fire uh, as she is utterly burned, and the smoke that results from the fire identifies with the wrath of God, with the judgment of God, and and th- this means they are witnessing the judgment of God. Let's turn back to Revelation chapter 9, to a chapter that is dealing with Judgment Day, and we'll read a, uh, concerning the tie-in with smoke. It says in Revelation chapter 9, verse 1, And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth. And to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit. And there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth. And unto them was given power as the scorpions of the earth have power, so here God is tying together; He's connecting the smoke that comes out of the pit in the day of judgment with the darkening of the sun. And we know from Matthew 24:29 and other verses that it was immediately after the tribulation the sun was darkened, and and so therefore, since the tribulation ended on May 21, 2011. Judgment Day began at that time, and God links together the darkening of the sun with the smoke. That is, the fire of his wrath began to burn, and as and soon as you have fire, you have smoke, and the smoke, as it were, ascended and darkened the sun. It, it That is, the sun was darkened according to God's wrath, as he... Began to pour out his anger, and that's when the smoke appears of the world's burning, of Babylon's burning, and uh, and we have every indication since Revelation 18 is describing Babylon's fall, which also identifies immediately after the tribulation. Remember that 70-year period Babylon reigned and ruled in the Old Testament. And then it was 539 B.C. after 70 years. In one night they fell. The kingdom of Babylon was taken by Cyrus, the king of the Medes and the Persians. And and so uh, that's what this chapter is describing. The time immediately after the tribulation and throughout the day of judgment. And this is when the kings of the earth that we're reading about here in verse 9 and 10... Begin to see the smoke of her burning. It it is um, something they are bewailing and lamenting. They as it says here, um, uh, they shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Now the Greek word translated as bewail is twenty seven. 99 in strong's concordance and it really is a word that that relates or identifies with the finality of death that is when you look up this word you'll find many scriptures that use it that also have death in the context where this word is found for instance in luke Seven, uh, chapter seven, verse thirteen, um, concerning a widow woman who who loses her only son. It says, and when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, "Weep not." And then he touched the the buyer that the dead son was on, and he rose from the dead. But she was weeping because of the death of her son. In Luke 8, verse 52, it says, And all wept and bewailed her, but he said, Weep not, she is not dead, but sleepeth. And and um, uh, this is the uh, daughter who also was risen from the dead, and they were weeping. Uh, You know, normally when someone dies, that's it. There's no more hope for them in this world. They, they go to the grave. Of course, Christ being eternal God in the flesh was able to resurrect physically these people to demonstrate the power of his spiritual resurrection. That is that he could save sinners who were dead in their sins. In John 11, another demonstration of Christ's power to, to resurrect the soul and and, of course, um, later resurrect the body of mankind when uh, God's people received their new resurrected bodies was given regarding Lazarus. But uh, in leading up to that, it says in John 11, um, let's see, beginning in verse 31, The Jews then which were with her in the house and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was, and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And that word weeping, that Mary was weeping, the Jews were weeping, um, is the same word. It, It involves tremendous sorrow over death. And that's exactly what God did when He shut the door of heaven and He put out the light of the gospel through the smoke of the pit rising up. That, that is the wrath of God is what uh, put out the gospel light in this world. And as soon as God did that, He brought the world into the condition of death. Therefore they bewail her, lament for her. that is Babylon or the, the world itself, the kingdom of Satan. And remember verse eight had spoken of Babylon's plagues coming in one day, death and mourning and famine. and And now the, the people, the kings of the earth, they, they see, they The death of the world. They see the death of Babylon. And so they are weeping. But of course, in this case, in this instance, there will be no Lord Jesus Christ to, to comfort them, to uh, turn their grief from uh, sorrow to joy, because salvation has ended. And those that are dead in sin... Will remain dead in sin and, and their death is guaranteed. They will be destroyed forevermore when God, uh, finally destroys the earth and all the unsaved inhabitants. They are now guaranteed to be among that number. And, and so death has come to the world and It's as though the world can see it and recognize it. But you see, that's our problem. That's our difficulty with this verse. is that it does appear from this language that the world is uh, weeping and lamenting. And it says, when they shall see the smoke of her burning. And and that's why they're crying, woe, woe, or alas, alas. That That great city Babylon, in one hour is thy judgment come there's a recognition it appears there's an understanding it seems concerning the judgment of the world, and that's why um some have long thought and and theologians have um developed the idea that mankind will be trembling before the god on the day of judgment they'll be in terror they'll, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth as the bible says and um the, the word translated as weeping here in revelation 18:9 or bewail 2799 is related to the word translated as weeping and gnashing of teeth that's the the word in uh, luke 13 in the passage um, where God speaks of weeping and gnashing of teeth, is 28:05. It, it's a related word, and here in Luke 13 is when the master of the house has risen up and has shut to the door. And then we uh, we find in verse 28 of Luke 13, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when ye shall see Abraham and Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourselves thrust out. Now, here again we find God is speaking of the unsaved in the day of judgment, and he, he uh, pinpoints the time for us. It's when the door is shut, they come knocking, and they're told, uh, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. Other places it says, I never... Or here too, I know you not whence you are, depart from me. And, and again, that timing for the door shutting relates to May 21, 2011. That is the day God shut the door 7,000 years from the flood. And, and so also the weeping and gnashing of teeth because they see Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets which is language indicating they see that all of God's elect have become saved. That, that is, they're hearing from the Bible that uh, it is judgment day, that the door is shut and no more people are becoming saved. And, and, and again, we wonder, well, how can there be weeping and gnashing of teeth when they see all the prophets? Now, this word, uh, Greek word see, is a different word than the word in Revelation 18, in verse 9, um, that's translated as C. Here in Revelation eighteen nine, uh, this word is 991. And again, the reason I give Strong's numbers is so you can check it out, and you can look up the word. It It actually makes it easy for you if you have a concordance, or an Englishman's concordance, you can look up the word. And by the way, there is a Strong's Concordance that, uh, if you look up 991 in the Greek, would show you every place this word is found in all the different English words or, or any word in the concordance. But an Englishman's goes a step better uh, because um, if, if you look up the word C um, and it says 991, and then it, it says that this word is also translated to three, four different English words. Well, then you have to look up each one of the English words in Strong's Concordance to see which one has 991. But Englishman's compiles every word where 990 word is found. So it, it really takes away a lot of work and several steps it it you just look up 991 and it lists uh the places where see or understand or perceive or whatever different ways it's translated uh, uh are found all under 991 it, it's a a big help it's an additional bible help book that god has given us that saves time but anyway here in uh verse 9 the word see is blepo In the Greek, and it it can mean physically seeing something, or spiritually seeing something, or both. Both. And and let me show you a verse where this word is used. Um, blepo is found in Matthew 13. In Matthew 13, this is a chapter that Christ speaks many parables, and even... Uh, he gives some ex- explanation as to why he spoke parables. And it says in verse 13 of Matthew 13, Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing, and, and seeing is blepo, they seeing see not, and see not is also blepo, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. So God here is saying unsaved people may see blepo and yet at the very same time see not blepo with the same Greek word. And, and that's because they can hear the Bible preached, read the Bible for themselves. And, and, and so they can hear or see the word of God and they can hear or see it proclaim faithfully truly they can hear someone uh preach the truth that that goes into the deeper spiritual meaning they can hear the verses read so they and they hear the explanation so they do hear or see in that sense yet they they have no understanding because they're not saved they have not the spirit of god within them so they do not understand what they are hearing or seeing. So they uh, uh, seeing see not, and hearing hear not, and and that's how it is. That's the case with every unsaved individual, and that means they can see something, and at the very same time not see it, and and now just think of the the people in Revelation, the kings of the earth they see the smoke of her burning. And uh, we could say that they're seeing Babylon burn, or they're seeing Judgment Day, and yet when we look at, around in the world, we do not see people um with understanding or recognition of the fact that the world is under judgment. That they, so seeing they see, and yet do not see, or seeing... They see not. They they see it in a sense, in one way, yet they do not see it. Now, God has given us another verse that really explains, I think, uh, in a very good way, of how um, people can see something and at the very same time not see it. In Revelation chapter 11, concerning the two witnesses, and we know the two witnesses are Moses and Elijah, or the Law and the Prophets. They they represented the witness of God's Word within the churches and congregations throughout the church age. And then came the time for the two witnesses to end their testimony. And, and we read in Revelation 11, verse 7, And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit, shall make war against them, and shall overcome them, and kill them. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. And they of the people, and kindreds, and tongues, and nations, shall see, and that's blippo. That's our same Greek word. "...shall see their dead bodies three days and a half, and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them, and make merry, and shall send gifts one to another, because these two prophets tormented them that dwell on the earth." Now we've read this, we've gone over this in the study of the book of Revelation, But we've never really thought about it from this perspective. And that is when when the two witnesses were killed. And that happened the moment God's Spirit left the congregation. He turned the church over to Satan. And then uh, the church still had the Bible, Moses and Elijah, the Law and the Prophets. They had the testimony within the church. But it was a dead witness from that point forward. It, it there was no spirit of life. There was there was no God blessing His Word within the congregations, which made the the two witnesses dead within the churches for and the world too, because God wasn't working anywhere in the world, and virtually no one was being saved for the first twenty three hundred days of the great tribulation period. But the important thing, as far as we're concerned with our verse in Revelation 18:9, is the word see, blepo, that as the kings of the earth see the burning and the smoke of Babylon in the day of judgment, well, judgment began at the house of God. Judgment began at the point of the beasts rising up out of the bottomless pit, the loosing of Satan, And the death of the two witnesses, the end of the church age. Revelation 11 is describing the beginning and and the the first part of the great tribulation while the two witnesses are lying dead in the street. And God says, uh, they of the people, kindreds, tongues, and nations. Four um, different ways of saying the same thing because it's referring to the people of the earth, the inhabitants of the earth, the world, as four points to worldwide or universal. And they saw or see at that time, it's present tense, they see their dead bodies lying dead in the street for this three and a half days. And not only do they see them, but there's a reaction. Just as in Revelation 18, they see the smoke of her burning, and the reaction is weeping and lamenting and, and crying, Whoa, whoa! Well, here the world sees the death of the witness of the Bible, the two witnesses in the church, and the world has a reaction of rejoicing and making merry and sending gifts one to another. Now let's ask the question that since God's Word, the Bible says this did happen at the time of the Great Tribulation, and the Great Tribulation is over, it's past. So what we're reading of here took place. It did happen. Well, let's ask the question Did the world ever have um, precise knowledge or understanding? Were they able to truly comprehend the end of the church age? Did they know that God's spirit had abandoned the churches? Did they have understanding that the beast or Satan had entered in? And it, it, because it says they saw the two bodies, they saw the death of the witness of the gospel, the witness of the word of God, and then they rejoiced. Did the world literally um, use the language that the two witnesses are dead, those that have tormented us, the truth of the Bible in the church is over and done with, and in, in all churches, now we can rejoice and make merry and send gifts. Did this literally happen? The answer is no. No, it did not. And, and that's why, uh, in the days leading up to May 21, 2011, when the world was hearing that that was going to be the day of judgment, many newscasts and, and news reports turned to the church and they said, now tell us, these people say this will be judgment day. What, what say you? What does, the Episcopalian or the Presbyterian or the Catholic denomination say about this. You're the authority. You're the seminary professor. You're the pastor and, and the, the bishop and so forth. And, and so with all authority, the church gave its understanding. No man knows a day or hour and the world went away very contentedly and, and gladly upon hearing that but but you see they were still recognizing on one level by doing that the church is where you go to hear from god uh, it it is not the case that um they were saying well the church is dead or that the church age is over no they they didn't understand that and even today you can talk to people in the world and they would still think well if you want to uh, no, God, you have to go to church or, or the church is the representation of God's kingdom. That they, they still think that. The church still thinks that. And remember, the kings of the earth in Revelation 18 are related to the unsaved in the congregations. And well then, how can it be that God says the world, the people, the kindreds, the tongues and the nations, shall see the dead bodies of the two witnesses and and have a reaction of of rejoicing and making merry and sending gifts how can that be well um we don't have time in this study to to answer that but as we answer that question lord willing in our next study we'll also answer how it is that god is viewing the inhabitants of the earth in Revelation 18 is seeing the smoke of the world's burning, Babylon's burning. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over Pal Talk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio or over your phone.